Hi friends! Thank you for joining me again this Thursday to cover how Christians can be open and honest about discussing hard topics within the church. If you are curious of where these topics come from, it is actually your feedback. I open up my social media as a platform every single week to get input and feedback from you guys to see what you want to hear about, what you are interested in, and to also get analysis on different things like this week's topic. And what I mean by that is I put out a survey on my Instagram that asked you guys what are the quote-unquote hot topics that people just do not want to discuss within the church or as a body of believers. In a good way, it was interesting to see the feedback I received from putting out surveys like this. And I saw a lot of things that I personally see in my church that need to be worked on, that need to maybe step up a level or something that's just not going to change, something that we have put boundaries on for some reason that just will not be talked about, especially in suburban neighborhood churches. And I know that's something to maybe veer away when we talk about things like this, like, oh, let's not talk about how we're not preaching about current events or different, thing li- different things like that. So it's very interesting. We got some feedback about abortion, about the pro-life movement within the church. There were some about the different denominations, how it changes our perspective from how we are as Christians, and then also there were different things like cliques within the church, how it makes it hard to talk about different subjects within the church because we have our own groups. And then also the last one I'll share with you guys was the coronavirus, and that was something that I got a lot of feedback from from a lot of you guys, and it was discussing. I kind of reached out to a few of you and talked with you guys to see what you meant by that. And I didn't disagree with you because I am at a church that was open after the coronavirus happened, which I am so grateful for, but it is something that's not talked about fluently within the church because it might bring up stigma within um, the body of believers that might lose a following, and we don't, as Christians, want to like make a storm of it and that's not something that I'm telling you to do don't make a storm of it but it is something that we need to see what is going to happen if we actually do talk about it is it something that is mental in our heads that says we are going to lose a following or is it something that's actually like a real thing that is if we talk about coronavirus we are going to lose those followings and if we do lose those followings um and I'm talking about like sermons and pastors and church here, if they lose their following of a body of believers, we might need to ask ourselves, well, why is that? Are they fearful? Are they um, becoming more attached to physical things that ultimately is not going to get them to eternity? Is that something we need to talk about? And that might show a pastor that we don't need to be talking about coronavirus, but instead we need to be talking about how do we see fear and then how does God respond to us being fearful and then also how do we respond to being fearful with the biblical text. 
So I know that was a lot of words, but let's kind of simmer it down a little bit in this podcast episode. What are things that we can openly discuss that are not awkward? And so maybe that might be just the easy, simple conversations of life. You might ask someone how their day is going, how their week has been, what are some things we can pray about, and then that might open up the field of or make a level playing field of how to discuss different things like that. Maybe I know that it was hard for me to bring up a text to text my church about how do we get involved in the pro-life movement? Is that something that we already are um, involved in? Because you might have a pro-life movement already started in your church, but it is something that's not talked about, so you don't know about it. And in that case, that's how I was. I didn't know about it. We do have a few things within my church that we are doing, but I think there are some things that we haven't targeted well within the movement because when it comes to the pro-life movement specifically, it's not just about giving money and giving donations. It is also following those women and their children and that family throughout the whole rest of their life because it doesn't just stop at the birth. It goes on to the rest of their life you have to and you we need we are called to helping those widowed and orphaned um to bring out the gospel to them and then also caring for them because that's what god has called us to do what you're going to hear today in this podcast episode is just kind of my thoughts my ideas some ideas from other people i've talked to to just get these conversations off the ground and running and how to fully make an active difference in our churches and in our communities and so some things that I want to tell you is firstly if you are not praying about it it is probably not going to turn into an action and what I mean by that is if you are a Christian or if you are a believer our first step is to go to God with it because ultimately we cannot have the wisdom or the knowledge or the um courage to talk to people about these different hard topics without the strength of the Lord. And so if we go to him in prayer and ask him beforehand for that strength and for that wisdom and for that um, resilience to get through these hard, tough times with this person, like walking aside, to get through these tough times with these people walking beside them, it is something we are going to have to go to prayer And then if that is something you're not seeing in your church, that you are not a prayerful congregation, go to your pastor and be like, we need to pray more. We need to have more prayer in our Bible studies than just talking about our everyday lives. And usually if you go up to a leader or someone like that, they are going to intake that information and they're going to be like, yeah, that's a really good idea. Because they're always, if it is a true leader, they're going to be open to ideas and suggestions because if they are not then they're probably going to be closed off and that's not a good thing for a leader in the church to be so be aware of that make sure that you are addressing people and you're not just thinking about it Um, put a mental note in the back of your head if you go to church and just talk to somebody it doesn't have to be someone big it doesn't have to be your pastor but if you are uncomfortable with face-to-face conversations there's always email or text There's always different ways to get involved. And so, firstly, pray about it. After the first step of action, which is prayer, we should be involved 
and fully rooted in the truth of the Lord. And so what I mean by that is be in your Bible, and it doesn't have to be a long time. I always stress that because you can get unmotivated if you constantly are doing the same thing. And so if you're, be- if you're becoming unmotivated in your Bible reading, do different things like journal or do a craft through it or do a study. It doesn't always have to be a study. It can be different things. You can pray over your five minutes of Bible reading, and that's what you need throughout the day to encourage you. But as long as we are intaking truth, we are going to be able to fight these battles with these people, walk alongside them, and help them through these things. And then also, in return, while we are doing this, if we go through our own struggles, we will have the hope of the Lord because we ultimately have the body armor and the um we have the truth and the body armor that we need to get through those difficult times so to have difficult conversations be in the word not only is the bible our source of truth when we have to go into situations like this and discuss it further but it is also a means to encourage ourselves biblically because when we encourage ourselves by the world we get nowhere right we know that so Let me read you a few verses to encourage you today if you are going through this, if you are building up a discussion to have with either a friend, a family member. I want you to stay encouraged, and I hope that you would go beyond this and read further. Um, I will list out some verses after reading some that you can go up and look um, and just be encouraged. So Proverbs 18.10, it says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. And so that is just a beautiful verse that says that we are not going to be pushed over um, and we are not going to be pushed to our limits because the righteous run into it and they are safe and God protects us. And so Nehemiah 8.10 says, Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And I specifically love this verse because it is hard to go into discussions like abortion and adoption and um, addiction without knowing grief. Even though we haven't been through that, we know that is something that is difficult. That is something that is worldly known, that it is hard to get away from addiction. And it is hard to um, choose life over having the choice of an abortion. It is hard because there are situations that those people have had to go through that either change them um, drastically, that is going to either... And then Psalms 9 verses 9 through 10 says, The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. And so if you remember back to the first podcast episode where I talked about those who are coming over the border, it is inevitable that we are going to have all these people coming in because of the administration that is taking place. So what do we do about it? Is there something we can do about it? And the answer is yes. And this verse really helps us understand that those people are in a place of refuge, that these kids are being ripped apart from their families, and that God is someone who is a stronghold, like it says in this verse, a stronghold in times of trouble. So when we come face to face with people like that, or someone who has gone through a really hard time, we can say, the Lord is our refuge. And you can say, You can come back and tell them about the really hard time in your life and how God has been so faithful and so sovereign through those times. Sometimes talking to people with hard topics like this 
giving a personal example, like when I talk about pro-life and when I talk about the choice of an abortion, I usually discuss my um, beginning as a person. I didn't choose it for myself. I didn't choose to be left. I didn't choose to be abandoned. And so I have to make do with what I have been given in life. And that is something that I have been given a beautiful family who loves me and I love them right back. (laughs) They are my support group. They are my biggest cheerleader with anything I've done like this podcast. They are so open and so willing to support me through this. And so they have been my sovereign and faithful answer to the dramatic, um, tragic beginning I had in life. And so usually when I talk about pro-life, I tell them about my story. And so when you are talking to people, sometimes it helps to tell them your story because not only are they going to latch onto that story and know more about you and probably trust you more, they can um, come back and say, hey, well, I am dealing with this. It makes people open up more. And then after that, you can tell them like Psalms 9 verses 9 through 10, the Lord is my refuge. And because I believe that he was going to carry me through this, this is why I believe in God. And then that can open up a doorway to so many possibilities of that person putting their faith and trust in God. And so it is something so beautiful. um, And it is just a great way to remind yourself that um, he will be there in times of trouble going forward. So like I promised, I'm going to give you a few verses that you can go on your own and uh, look up and be encouraged. So Psalm 34, 1, Psalm 34, 10, Isaiah 26, verses 3 through 4, 1 Chronicles 16, 11, Psalms 32, verses 7 through 8, Exodus 33, 14, and then lastly, Deuteronomy 31, 8. And those are just a few And you pretty much, if you, I do the trick of finding Psalms, if you open your Bible to the middle, usually you'll land in either Psalms or Proverbs. (laughs) And sometimes I just have to take a month and do the whole book of Psalms again. And sometimes it takes longer because Psalms is a huge book with a lot of um, different stories developed in it. And it's a beautiful writing from David. So That is something that I usually go through if I'm going through a hard time. I love reading through Psalms because it's like a wave pattern. It's the word that I like to use, undulation, which is the wave pattern of life. It really shows that in its essence because it talks about, David talks about his hard times, his struggle with sin and how God pulled him from the darkest pits of the earth that he describes and he rescued him from his sin and his temptation. And so there's that, there's the happy times, there's the times he had to be a leader. And he talks about um, how God raised him up to be a leader and he led him through that. So there's so many things to learn throughout the Bible. And I encourage you, if you lose motivation, I promise you, I lose motivation all the time. I am currently in that place right now where I am having to text my... um, accountability partner and I'm like I need help I need a verse I need something to keep going because when I don't get into the Bible I consistently pray um, because I know that I want to stay connected I don't want to get um, 
I don't want to get quote unquote cut off because you can't get cut off from God. But I don't want to feel that loneliness that I feel when I'm away from either reading my Bible or praying. So um, that's something that I encourage you. If you do not have an accountability partner, I would love for you to find one. And you can find one through small group. You can find one um, by texting me. Like I said, I'm going to start putting my phone number. I can be your accountability partner. Um, it just It's as easy as sending a text to someone and saying, hey, have you read your Bible today? Or how can I pray for you? Because usually when you ask someone if they can pray for you, that will kind of circulate in their head that they um, have things that they need to pray about. So it's something beautiful. Accountability partners are beautiful. <laughs> To wrap up, I want to say a few things to encourage you to get out there and have these difficult discussions. Because as Christians, we want to be precise in the way we are spreading our truth, but then also fighting our battles in different ways. And what I mean by that is we are called as Christians to love one another. So as we go out and have these discussions, we shouldn't come with a hostile spirit, but one of not trying to change their mind either, because I can promise you I've had so many discussions with people, and as much as I want their mind to change on different topics like abortion or um, addiction, it is not something that human nature allows and that's okay because not only is that person going to benefit from that conversation but you are as well and so when we sit down and have discussions about different things within the church like church leadership and how are we supposed to run our children's ministry throughout the church different things like that it doesn't have to be big um, heavy topics but something that needs to be discussed we should have precision as we talk about it. And what I mean, again, by that is be able to back up your statements. And so I encourage you when you go into these things, especially if it's the topic of like pro-life or it is something about talking about bringing current events into sermons, know what you are talking about. Know current events and know the topic of abortion so that when you get into these conversations where it might become tense sometimes, you know what you are talking about and you know how to back it up so that you ultimately are having a civilized discussion, first of all, and second of all, it helps people realize when I have discussions and when people talk to me, I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that. People come to a realization. Not everyone is so um, unopen to hearing opinions because everyone wants to keep the peace usually. Usually people don't want to rock the boat. So it's easier to listen to each side of the argument or the discussion and hopefully have something to back your statements up. So I encourage you to do that, and then I encourage you to reach out if it's something that concerns you a lot. And what I mean by that, which I, I know I say that a lot, um, but if it's something within the church, which I have realized that a lot of our churches have not stepped up to the plate in leadership. And so if that is something that concerns you, you should talk to the church leadership about it. We are called in the Bible to hold each other accountable. So if that is something that is concerning you, 
go to your church um, leaders and talk to them about it. Say, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I'm reading in my Bible during my Bible time. And I'm not seeing it transfer into my church. And if it's something that they're unwilling to do, then that might be a signal to find some other church to be involved in. Because ultimately, if they are not going to listen and heed the warning of God and listen to the truth, then that is something that you probably want to step away from. So that is another um, just kind of a realization to take into account as we talk about this. And lastly, I hope this is something that helps you. If there are other ways that I can help you um, step out into your community or in your church to fix things for the better, then let me know because I am open to having discussions with people. Um, That's why I made this podcast episode because I have learned to find my voice. I have learned to um, reach out to people when I feel uncomfortable, when I have seen different things in my church that I want to um, advocate for. So I have finally found my voice, and it is something beautiful. I am hopefully going to be starting a pro-life chapter um, within either my school or my church, and I hope that grows, so I'll let you guys know on that. Okay, guys, that is all the time we have for today's episode. I hope this brought some encouragement, some ideas stirring in your head of how to speak out and have those hard discussions. And if you have any feedback, you know where to reach me. And I do have an announcement. I have some speakers, some really exciting speakers lined up for the next few um episodes for Sundays and hopefully also Theological Thursdays. I'm really excited, honestly. I have been reaching out to different people and I have been scheduling different things, so just have that in the back of your head that there are going to be some exciting um, guest speakers on this podcast. So thank you guys so much for listening this week. I hope you have a wonderful and blessed week. I will be praying for you guys and I will talk to you again on Sunday. Bye, guys.